Yep. All right, we are recording, and you know what we're not going to forget this week? Our intro. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to The Movie Rubric. I am <laughs> Timothy McDaniel. Cole Wright. And Josh Glass. That There it was. There it Last is. Last week's episode was Cursed. In case you forgot who we were. Erase it. Yeah, they don't even know our names. Yep. Yes, all three of you that listen. Yep. I have a student who actually told me tonight at the football game that he listens to the beginning of all of our episodes. Yep. Um, but he doesn't listen to the rest of them because he wants to go see the movies and hasn't yet. <laughs> so he goes, I listen until you say spoilers and then I tune out. And it's like, you know what? I'm glad you listened to the yeah. first half of that. So, Joey, thank you if you're out there. Um, go see... Spider-Verse. That is the movie we're going to be covering today. We're talking about Beyond the Beyond the Spider-Verse. The second. Is it Beyond? Is it's across, across the Spider-Verse. Beyond the third one. Yes. Okay. There's a lot of Spider-Verse thing happening. I don't think that's a spoiler to say that they have confirmed this is going to be a trilogy. No. You know? So, yeah, they're, they are making another one. Um, so, I mean, let's just kind of dive right into this one. Um, thumbs up, thumbs down. Should people go see the second Spider-Verse movie, regardless of its title? Mm-hmm. I'm two thumbs up. I think if you liked the first one, if you like Spider-Man, go see it. I would agree. If you are if you are definitely if you are a Spider-Man fan, go see this movie because it has a lot of like if you know like like the alternate spider Spider-Man's Spider-Man, mm-hmm. what's the correct plural? Spider, spider people. Spider people. Spider people. Spider, people. spider yeah. folk. Um yeah, you'll you'll enjoy this movie yeah. a lot. Yeah, um I'm kind of conflicted because, I don't know, I never watched the first one all the way through. And then this one, it was a good movie. I probably could have just waited till it was on streaming. Like, I'm not a huge Spider-Verse buff, but... L, that's an L so, take. So, so here's, <laughs> I'm going to give some hot takes today. Here, here's so. my thing, Josh. I, I'm going to preface this. I like Spider-Verse. Is it my favorite Spider-Man movie? Like, either of them? No. But I know that's kind of been like the hot take, at least from people I've talked to in social media. I wouldn't say it's like everyone's favorite. I wouldn't say to say a it's, lot. Of, a lot of people like it. Though. I'd say it, it is a lot of people's favorite. But I would say to say it's not your favorite is not a hot take. I think that many people's favorite is probably No Way Home. Yeah. yeah. Um, followed by maybe like the original trilogy, like the first movie. Yeah, definitely. Just for me, like my favorite Spider-Man movie is No Way Home. Because yeah. I think it, that one does, which we've had this conversation, Tyler, where that it's it doing something different than what Spider-Verse is doing. Yeah. Even though it's kind of like the premise of you have the multiverse, but this is more like, it's like a tribute to the live action mm-hmm. kind of in a way for No Way Home. Well, Spider-Verse is like, kind of does its own thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're separate entities for sure. Yeah. Here's my hot take. Other than No Way Home, I think my favorite Spider-Man live action is Homecoming. You know, that's not the... Okay, you know, I'm trying to think where I would even have Homecoming. I, I like the original trilogy. I don't like Tobey Maguire. I look at him and I see a 30-year-old man playing a high schooler. <laughs> they're, they're all 30-year-old people yeah. playing like, high Yeah, and it's just weird. And now that I like work in a high school, I look at him and it's like, I'm uncomfortable. You think Flash yeah. Thompson was a high schooler? Please. That's the problem. That's the thing. <laughs> it's clearly like, another 30-year-old. But yeah. with the... Tom Holland and the guy who plays Ned and um, they all seem like they're, they're at least in their twenties. Drawing a blank on the girl who played Michelle, they're all like Zendaya. Zendaya, mm-hmm. yeah, they all look like they're passable for high schoolers, and they, in their emotions and the no. way that they portray the characters, it's so much better in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, for I think why, which I have a soft spot for first one and the second one of the Tobey Maguire Sam Raimi trilogy. Because it was the first, which I've seen, you know, we've seen a ton of superhero movies now in the, in theaters and stuff. That was the very first one for me. That was the, it was like the first time you see, holy crap, a superhero live action movie. I think one of mine was one of the Supermans. I don't know what what Superman it would have been, but I will say Spider the original Tobey Maguire Spider Man was my first superhero movie I liked <laughs> that I saw in theaters because well, I didn't say, like. You had some X Men movies out about that point. You know what X Men Two? I I or not X Men Two, but X Men T O O. I also really my dad was a huge X Men fan. X Men as well. X Men as well. Because for me, Spider Man, which Spider Man's my favorite hero, we talked talk about that on the mm-hmm. tier list. I mean, yeah. I you know watched the. Uh, which it was done like airing new episodes by the time I was old enough, but it was like the the '90s animated series, <laughs> the really goofy one. Yeah, it's so good. It's it 
it's one of those things where it's like it's has it is the the writing and stuff aged well? Is Probably. it good? Is it, it good? Though? I think from a nostalgia standpoint, if you like Spider Man, from a nostalgia standpoint, it's a comic book. It's like hey, it's like shut it off and enjoy it. It's a comic yeah. book, right? Like with Guardians. Absolutely. I'm gonna grab that to like bring us back to this movie a little bit. If you like that nostalgia, like that little thing that like tickles the like, hey, remember this part of <laughs> the, the back of your berries. brain? Yeah, the member berries. Uh, this movie was great at that. Tons of references. Cole, you said if you're a Spider-Man fan, you'd like this movie. I'd say if you're not the biggest Spider-Man fan, you'll still enjoy it. But I'd say if you're someone like you, who when you see all these iconic characters, I recognize mm-hmm. I think half of the amount that you did. And there are some people out there that will probably be able to recognize all of them. Be like, yeah. oh yeah, I know him, 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 her, yeah. her, her. A lot of those came from uh, the Spider-Man 2000 is what it's ca- called now, but it was just called Spider-Man for PlayStation 1. Yeah. Had all those costumes you could unlock and I, you know, back in the day, you just remember type, you playing that, yeah. type in the cheat code and uh, <laughs> get all the costumes. Like, I'm going to get all these cool ones. Yeah. So no, I, I really liked this movie. It's very funny and also very heartwarming at many times. Yeah, um, Spider-Man should be. Yeah, Spider-Man should be. Josh is just a big loser. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. What was it? Hold on. Before we go in and we start do- talking about the rest of the movie, what was it about the movie that makes you think, I could have waited for DVD? I'm not super invested in the story. Mm-hmm. So for me, I wasn't like pumped, ready to see where this goes. And I don't know. I just... The animation's really cool. I liked all the tropes, but I it kind of tired of a lot of the multiverse stuff. I just feel like we just keep getting it rehashed. And I, I felt like the movie was really slow to me. Like, there was quite a bit of action, but I just feel like it was just, like, mm-hmm. the same thing happening over and over again to me. I am also getting over multiverse stuff and but the thing i think this movie did multiverse right where it's lighthearted and you shouldn't really be thinking about it mm-hmm. and like it's not trying to follow a bunch of rules like yeah. it's just like here's all these spider people you have know? fun yeah enjoy the spider cat yeah just don't break any canon don't break any canon let's so let's use that i was gonna say <laughs> let's but no i i think that this one is better than like i don't know like ant-man and like loki where they're starting to go with that multi well we're, we're marvel versus madness i would say yeah it's better than that too yeah where marvel starting to take the multiverse is becoming like marvel cinematic mcu is starting to become overdone cliche we've seen this okay let's move on yeah i think that this movie did it well but i could understand how the fatigue from those movies could carry over to this yeah and i like i said i just not a huge i like spider-man spider-man is one of my favorite uh superheroes but it's just I don't know. That's all right. It's never really hit with me. You're entitled to bad opinions. I know. Even if they're bad. Wait a minute. For once, it's not me that has the crazy (laughs) hot take. I like me on this side. It's true. It's all right. I had the hot take and liking Avatar. So, I mean, I have the hottest take potentially. Drug is the Suzume. I mean, that's. I've that's had my fair share of hot takes. Just the fact that you brought up the Suzume was it's true. That's just a take in itself. I'm going to yeah. have to rewatch that again. And then my hot take might be when I come back and I'm ripping my temples. It's like, <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> don't, don't lie to yourself. You didn't like it. Yeah. I did not like our viewing for sure. All righty. Let's get in. Um, let's talk about spoilers before we like really talk about spoilers. Uh, uh, Joey, the student I mentioned earlier, asked me, do you like it better than the first one? And I said, I can't answer that yet. And he said, why not? And I didn't want to like answer why. So like spoiler warning, here it is. We're going to talk about spoilers. I thoroughly enjoyed that this movie was a part one of two. Um, but that also is why I'm reserving my opinion. As the whole, I didn't think this movie was quite as good as the first one. But it's the first half. The second half may change that. Yeah. yeah. It was I, very oh, much a that. like first half, second half. It was kind of, you don't mm-hmm. see that very often in movies anymore yeah. where it's just like, Almost like a cartoon TV show I is what it kind of reminded me of. It yeah. was like, and join us next week to see if the heroes finally make it out. Yeah, you know? <laughs> very comic booky thing yeah. to do. Yeah, um, you're right, and I, I I love that you don't see part one, part two is very often. The closest we've gotten, like in recent memory, is like Infinity War and Endgame. But wasn't there a movie in between those? Even there, well, not an Avengers movie. Not an Avengers movie. There was uh, Captain Marvel. And that they, Which is a prequel. That's a, that was a prequel, yeah. and that I mean, as far as like, I'm trying to think back like what released around that time because Black Panther was already out. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if there was much 
if anything, like between those. So that's a decent example, though. So like that's the last time I think I've seen a true like, hey, if you liked this and you want to finish the story, you have to watch the next one. And yeah. I, if it's done well, really like those. Yeah. Um. So I was happy about that. Um. I started to wonder about halfway, three quarters of the way through the movie. I was like, we. I feel like we have a lot of ground. Yeah. To cover. It's like the main villain that they introduce is like there, and then he's gone. Mm-hmm. And then he's there yeah. for a snippet to remind you that he's there, and then he's just gone. So it's like, when are we going to ever get to this guy? <laughs> what a way to introduce a spot Cole, a spot a reoccurring villain is he new? He, he is a very obscure villain. He is a real. He's he's he, existed. He, he, he he was in a I believe in one of the like he had some appearance in the comics, and I think he had an episode in the animated series in okay. the nineties. But like it was like a one off like. How they joked about you're the villain of the week kind of thing is how he's kind of treated. Okay, well, I, okay, he, so he's he, part of the canon. He ain't no Doc Ock or Green Goblin kind of thing. That's that's cool though. I like that they grabbed someone. Instead. I, I would not not have been upset I mean, if they made someone new. They kind of did that with Kingpin though. I mean, he's not been like the biggest big bad of like any. I mean, he's kind of. I would say Kingpin's pretty. Not, Wilson Fisk is a very standard. Spider-Man Marvel. Uh, I mean, like, compared to what you could have done, though, I mean, when you have when you're Goblin, villains... Rhino, Scorpion, Shocker, all those guys. Isn't Wilson part of the Sinister Six? Who? Isn't Kingpin part King... of the Six? No. Oh, okay. I thought he was. I don't know. I consider Kingpin a pretty big villain, I mean, especially I... considering he crosses into Daredevil and Punisher. Yeah, I mean, and he, you don't... like... I, let me rephrase. You don't really see him in, like... I don't really associate him. Like, he he's involved with Spider-Man, but it's like, he's not, like... In the first, like, ten, I think of, for, like, a villain for Spider-Man. I got you. If you play the Spider-Man game, which was featured in this movie in a very yeah. cool, unique yeah. way, he's literally, like, the first villain yeah. Kingpin is, and he appears regularly throughout the game, so... He's not not one of, like, the... Uh, for me, at least, one of the main bad ones I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Well, the point I was going to make was, what a way to make a villain a joke... Mm-hmm. And then 180 it and make it like, oh my gosh, this guy is actually kind of cool and he's actually like he, a threat. Because like, yeah. like, cause I've seen the trailer. Tyler, you didn't see any of the trailers. Mm-hmm. Hey, doggo. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, they, when they introduced it, like he was in the trailer. But it was just that opening um, bit where um, they're fighting in the, like, the convenience store. Uh-huh. So, so he, you didn't realize she was gonna, or he was going to be like the main... No, I thought it was just going to be like a way to... Oh, here's Miles Morales. He's just doing his job. He's just going to... I figured it'd be like part of like a montage or like just a way to kind of get you going, like get pumped up for it. Mm-hmm. But That's no, kind of what it seemed like it was going to be, and then it just kept getting more and more involved. Like, crap, mm-hmm. he's uh, he's kind of a, a big old threat now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah, because like he was... Very, very lame in the first 20 minutes and then very quickly became someone that's like, wow, this dude is like a huge threat. Yeah. thought that was really cool. Um, in general, I actually thought this was kind of cool. I was copying and pasting my notes so I could have my bullet points from last week's episode, Guardians, so I could just kind of start and have a template for this week's. And my first six or so bullet points for Guardians were character development. It felt like a comic book movie, like a real comic book movie. Themes of everyone having their own strengths, camera work, and the jokes and animation were really good. And I realized, I was like, I don't even have to change those. <laughs> <laughs> like, all of those applied to this movie. The characters were awesome. Um, the, there wasn't as much character development on the wider scale in this one, but I feel like with some of the stuff they did with Gwen, especially, was very, mm-hmm. very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it feels like a comic book movie. It's maybe, it, this and the first one are maybe the most comic book, comic book movies that have come out. Yeah, I mean, they literally have, like, panes of comic book yeah. like in the same shot they do like reference notes in the corner yeah they mention like the in between the paint and the handles like it's the most comic book movie and then like animation and camera work i thought was phenomenal in both movies i think they stepped up the camera work in this one quite a bit yeah um yeah my uh like my take like I, the animation obviously was really good i think there was times though where they when they got a lot going on it becomes overstimulating for to make, a little bit, tr- yeah. it kind of makes you squint a little bit make your eyes hurt a little bit like it was just a lot happening at least for me like we're just trying to keep track of everything that's going on could be exhausting which is a good and a bad thing it's like okay a lot of cool stuff happening but it's hard to 
walk like in one uh, go, just trying to keep track of everything mm-hmm. that's happening on screen. Yeah, I can see that. Maybe it's because I'm a seasoned weeb. <laughs> <laughs> I never had that problem in particularly, but I can understand that. I think it'll make it good for a second and third viewing because yeah. you'll catch new There's things. There's tons each time. of stuff in the background, and I was. Mm-hmm. Tyler, you're sitting next to me in the theater. I'm flipping out during all the stuff in the background. I'm like, they're like, they had what I said. Go back and listen to the Guardians episode. I was like, they gotta get my boy Toby McGuire in there. He was in the background of he one. Was. <laughs> like, there he is. Andrew, Andrew Garfield background. was in there too. And Andrew Garfield was in the foreground. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah we got what featured. you wanted. You got Andrew Garfield. We got Toby McGuire. Yeah, yeah. We got a reference to. No Way Home at the beginning. Yeah, I yeah. actually I, I, Andrew Garfield's okay. Tom Holland is my favorite. Um. They didn't show Tom Holland at all, did they? I don't think so. No. They, they referenced, they referenced him. him. Yeah. When, and what I thought was a cool way. Yeah. Like they make the No Way Home canon to this one. It's like you yeah. kind of have to bring, like, I guess you have multiverse, you have to bring it up because yeah. also, especially you have the other two there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wouldn't make sense. Yeah. I thought that was cool. On the uh, animation, did either of you guys notice? It felt like maybe there was like some frame rate issues. I felt like there was like some jitter going on on some of I mean, that's just the animation style but it just it didn't feel super smooth in some port i think that's intentional okay um they in the first movie they actually did and i may be making these numbers up um i want to say they actually purposely whenever miles got scared animated him at half the frame rate they animated everyone else and then as he mm. came into his own and became spider-man they started animating him at the same frame rate i think because it's a comic book panel page movie they purposely omitted things and okay. didn't make it super smooth that's part of the they did it in the first one too it's okay. definitely part of the style hmm. yeah there's some there's some times where i felt like though like and i just like a couple of times where it felt like the mouth movements when they would animate them yeah they were off just like a tad i agree and i didn't know if it was the theater because i felt like the vocals but, in our theater were quiet and weird like, it felt like yeah, it wasn't like it that. wasn't like the whole movie it'd be like it just random points like now it feels like the audio's off, and then it gets back on. Yeah, I did notice that, too. It almost felt like we were watching a, a dubbed movie almost yeah. at certain parts. I noted in my notes here that I thought while the animation was more ambitious, there were parts that it looked worse. Um, yeah. I mean, I like the idea that they had, like, at the beginning with uh, Vulture, how it's like, pulls mm-hmm. him from, like, the Da Vinci era. That was pretty cool. And it's like he's in that art style. I like it when they, liked it when they do that. Some of them... I did not like the one specifically I didn't like, and he's like the coolest one is good old Hobie there. Hobie. I punk loved rock, punk rock Spider-Man. I love the design. I didn't like his little, like the animation style of him. I, I actually loved punk Spider-Man. I love the design. Don't love the animation. I love that he had like, what is it? Like graffiti paper marks like behind him when he moved. Like he, yeah. he was actually one of the ones I'm fine with whenever they had a style to them. Mm-hmm. I usually thought they looked good. Most of the time when we're in Miles's universe or dealing with Miles's people, there's like that comic booky dot mesh filter mm-hmm. applied over him. Hobie had his own style. Um, the one from Mumbai, he had his own style. He too. had his own style too. The ones where it really stood out to me and I thought it looked cheap was uh, who's the vampire Spider-Man? Oh, uh, 2099, that's Miguel O'Hara. Him, there's a couple times when it was panning on him. He doesn't have an effect put on him. He's no. just like a very, very plain, non-detailed CG model. And it looked kind of like it, it popped out a little bit yeah. in a bad way. The lady did too. The lady who yeah. rode the motorcycle, she was the same way. Mm-hmm. She looked like she came Pre- straight out of Spider-Man. a... Yeah. Pregnant Spider-Woman. And it, Spider-Woman. I like, I can appreciate, here's where I said it's ambitious, that they animated them differently. They didn't animate everyone the same, but blending wise, it kind of made them look fake from time to time. Um, and then even towards the end of the movie, when Miles is in the wrong universe and Prowler Miles is approaching him, his little like crown cape thing, mm-hmm. for some reason, like it popped out and it just looked really bad, standing out like as this bright, non-filtered purple against the rest of the world. I don't know if maybe it's just me. Maybe I'll like it more in a second viewing, but I definitely thought that the animation could have used more polish. Yeah. I'd like to see it in a 4K high res. True, too. Uh, viewing but yeah overall it was it the animation was really good mm-hmm. but there was just a few moments where it was just kind of like, eh. this is one of those kind movies of interesting you're gonna have to turn off motion smoothing when you like watch this at home if you have a motion smoothing tv like i know you use it on your tv this is one of those if you turn it on where those 
purposeful frames are omitted, like the TV is going to try to interpolate it at like 60 <laughs> and it's going to make stuff up. And yeah. It's going to look really janky. So I never notice it. You always point it out, though. I'm a frame rate snob. Yeah. What can I say? Oh, what? You? Me? Nah, I know. Never. Why? Never. Um, Give me my 120 or it's trash. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's the opposite end of the spectrum. That's that's gaming. I do. I want more frames. And then with some movies, I want less. You know, there's a happy medium per the genre. Um, going on, what were your guys' favorite part of this movie? I liked the spider chase. That was mine. Because I saw a thing <laughs> where it was, it, that thing took four years to animate. That's I what I read it. too, yeah. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah, like it was massive undertaking. Like of, that had to have been like the first thing they were doing. Because, I mean, you kind of, first one released in 2018. Mm-hmm. They were working on that thing since the last one ended. Like, Especially when you start trying to do all those different art styles we were talking about and make them different but work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the camera work on it was... I, I don't know how much you guys like look into like animation styles, but they usually like block everything out on a wall with like keyframes. Like, hey, we're going to hit here at this moment, hit here at this moment, and then other people come in and make up the stuff in between. And they storyboard it and just like... The guy who had to storyboard that scene was on another level. Of, he's like playing 4D chess, trying to figure out how we're going to get from here to here and what the camera is going to do. And then where's the T-Rex going to come in? Like, it's just like... We got the cat. We got get, like Insane amount of work you had to have gone into that scene. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what my favorite part of the movie would be. Oh, you know, I do remember. It was probably when Gwen and Miles are out doing their thing mm-hmm. and they sit upside down on the city. That was, cool. that was some of the most beautiful background animation I've seen in a movie. It, it was, was really so cool. cool. Someone pointed out, I was, I saw today on Reddit that they even like incorporated the fact they're upside down into their facial animation. Uh-huh. So like their eyes and lips and eye, um, skin are just kind of sagging upwards mm-hmm. a little bit. And I was like, I didn't catch that, but that's really cool. It, it was just, it was a really cool moment. And mm-hmm. it was also a really good scene too, where they're, they're talking about, you know, the, the emotional mm-hmm. side of being Spider-Man and yeah, nobody knowing, but it was, it was really cool. That's probably my favorite part. That was really cool. Um, my second favorite part, cause Cole stole mine, um, was realizing that he's in the wrong universe after he uses the go home machine. Yeah. Um, and you, I actually had this moment of dread where it's like, okay, we're in the wrong universe. He's captured. We, the other people don't necessarily know what universe he's in. He doesn't have one of those wristbands. Like he's actually kind of in a bit of a pickle right now. Yeah. And like that's that weight kind of crushed in a little bit. I was like, that's actually kind of terrifying. Like, what yeah. do you do? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Unless the others <laughs> come to help him, which I'm sure they will. Yeah. Right. I mean, kind of left off on that. Yeah. But like, it's one of those situations where if they chose not to or couldn't, he's dead. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing he's going to do unless he's going to reverse engineer one of those watches, which I don't think he's capable of doing. No, probably not. He, not doesn't, Spider-Man. he doesn't strike me as like, yeah, like Miles Morales seems like different from like how Peter Parker is or he's like kind of like a science nerd. Yeah. I mean, Miles is obviously smart, but he's he, he not. He talks about wanting to go study interdimensional but travel. He, he, he doesn't stuff. really show that like yeah. as much as they showed in all the other ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, weird one. And I honestly had, I don't really have one. Did you guys have a least favorite part? I mean, I would say my part is like a whole, it's not like a specific part. It's like kind of what I mentioned earlier when, when there would be so much happening, it's like, it's just a lot to take in. So just like overload. It overload. Like I, like I had to like shut my eyes for a second. I'm like, this is hurt my eyes. I'm getting, <laughs> my head's hurting a little bit here. Looks yeah. cool, but it's like, goodness. I don't know that I necessarily have a least favorite part. I didn't hate the movie. It's just not my favorite movie. So yeah. I don't really have like a necessarily a least favorite part, really. That's okay. Um, another cop-out, like you Cole called his a cop-out earlier before we started recording. A cop-out for me would be when the camera was panning down on Miguel the first time because they didn't have any sort of filter on him. Like I said, the CGI on his face looked and the camera was moving smoothly, so you didn't have those missing frames. It looked really bad. I think that was like the ugliest shot in the movie for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe it's just me, but I thought it looked really bad. So that was probably just those 10 seconds or so tops were my least favorite part of the movie. But, I mean, speaks good of the movie if our least favorite part is nitpicks. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Um, 
very, very cool how they incorporated live action into this. Yeah. yeah. Like with Childish Gambino, you know, and Andrew Garfield and stuff like that. Just yeah. having them there, I thought was really cool. My. Okay, can I go back to another favorite part of mine? Absolutely. The, the Lego Spider-Man world. Oh, <laughs> that yeah, was really that was good. real good. And, the, <laughs> and they had the, <laughs> that, and along with their uh, their J. Jonah Jameson having the dialogue just pulled from Spider-Man 1. Yeah. Like, that was good. It was it was real good. I'm like, I kind of wish we were in, I kind of just want a full Lego Spider-Man movie like they did with Batman. Hey, they could do it. The Lego movies are top-notch. Oh, they are really I do, good. I do appreciate the Lego movies. <laughs> Every yeah. now and then. The meme like rent, lives rent free in my mind. It's like Michael Jordan Lego, and he's like, "All right, let's get this." And they build the thing. And he goes, "Y'all ready for this?" And it throws the basketball, and the guy swats it away. And he goes, "Oh no, they were ready." <laughs> <laughs> Those movies are so stupid, but I love them so especially much. The, especially the Batman one. The Batman one. Maybe the Batman my, one's good. Maybe my favorite like Lego movie they've yeah. done. It probably is the best one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've seen that one. Oh, you, you gotta watch it. It's, it's golden. It's also like. It's so cool and how it's animated and the jokes while aimed at children are definitely not wasted on adults. Like they're smart jokes. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, that's you made something. a comment about this movie being a kid's movie. Uh, that was actually what I was getting to say. Like they're pushing the boundaries for a kid's movie in this one. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't take this as a child's movie. I think like teenager to early 20s is who I think this movie was more focused on. I don't disagree. I go preteen. It may be in that it's like, maybe that's who their target audience is. But I think at the end of the day, people that are going to go see this, like marketing, things like that. I feel like it was marketed as a kid's movie. I didn't see the trailers. Was it not? I mean, it didn't really. Uh, I don't remember. It didn't really go in either. Like, it just looked like a superhero movie. Yeah. Is it PG or PG-13? I thought it was PG. I think it's PG. Nine times out of ten, we see a PG movie that is like. Maybe not like Despicable Me levels of kids movie, but like kids movie. Honestly, I mean, what's Despicable Me rated? Isn't that PG? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, I, Last it, Wish was PG, and it had quite a few. Uh, yeah, it is PG. Last Wish is another one where it's like, and Shrek in general. Shrek yeah. is like, okay, this is a children's movie, but is it? How far can we push it? <laughs> is it really a kids movie? Yeah. Um, and I mean, the first Shrek movie, they didn't know that adults were going to like it as much as they did. Like, no, that actually was supposed to be a kid's movie. <laughs> Wild yeah. to think about boners in a kid's movie. Let's not go there. <laughs> um, but no, this one. Yeah. Like, I hope that someone just takes that one little sound bite and yeah, uses it forever. Just, I hope so, too. The tag me. Yep. Um, but no, like, yeah, the story was very dark. I think is the most general term I could use for it for being a kid's movie. Josh, you mentioned it earlier. Canon events. How do we mm-hmm. feel about canon events? I saw a meme about a canon about the canon events. <laughs> I saw a few before the movie, and I didn't realize they were about Spider Verse. And I saw one that was specifically to Spider Man, though. Was it? Yeah. It's what like, was yours? Well, I saw one where it's like, so in because we can assume that the uh, emo Peter dance is a, a, canon, event a canon event because <laughs> they did it in Spider Man Three and they did it in the first Spider Verse movie, <laughs> so it must be a canon event. <laughs> Mine was significantly more dark. It was like, <laughs> oh yeah, I never said mine was dark. I know what yours is. It was the it was horrible. the a dance scene from Hotel Transylvania, and they were like all goofy dancing, and it was sped up, and it said me and the boys dancing after shooting an orphanage, orphanage realizing it must be a canon event because the universe didn't explode. <laughs> it's like, and, and I saw canceled. that, I saw that, and I was like, I mean, that's kind of like a cringe meme, you know, yeah. whatever. And I just scrolled past it, and then now that I've seen this movie, it's like. It's a little funny. It all makes sense. <laughs> it's a little now. funny now. <laughs> Maybe if I'd seen this movie and then saw that meme, I wouldn't have found it funny. But because I saw the meme, had no clue what it was about, and then now it's like, oh, I've putting seen the pieces one. together. Yeah. Um, I, I do like that they addressed it. That every Spider-Man has the same. You gotta have the same story. Uncle Ben being killed. The the cop. Mm-hmm. The kiss with Mary Jane. I and maybe this is where they're gonna go with it. I don't like. I think they addressed it well in No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Like these are things that happen. Like you know, every Spider-Man has their their version of a tragic moment that makes them yeah. you know become stronger. Um, but it wasn't ever pitched as it's inevitable or like if you had known about it, you couldn't have stopped it. Whereas like in this one, you have Miguel being like, "No, if you even try to stop this, the whole universe implodes," and it's like. Um, I, I think maybe I'll, it's one of those things where it's like no one's gonna like 
no one's gonna call him on it because he's yeah. kind of the leader of him. Like, I mean, why would you take the risk on that? And I think Elena's sister on the way home made the comment. She goes, "I don't know. He just seems sketchy. I don't know if I trust him." And I was like, "I think that's the direction that's you're the supposed point. to yeah. go with." You think like, he's gonna be a second villain in the he's sec- a, in the third a movie? Quote unquote villain. Yeah, even though he's a, a anti hero. Yeah, he's he's set in his ways. So yeah, I think that we're gonna find out that he's not entirely correct. You know. But if we find that out, I feel really bad for all the spider people that like watched their loved ones die. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, wait, you're telling me I could have stopped this? <laughs> um, I mean, but they did show, and I guess maybe it was just Spot, but they did show the universe like imploding whenever they, he saved that captain yeah, and the daughter. So. And they're like setting stuff up to fix it. And I don't know what that entails. I kind of wish they had panned away. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if the like, the fix was like a strike force going in and eliminating the captain. <laughs> Just being like, sorry, spider cop here. You have to die. But well, it seemed like they were setting up like a bunch of beacons around the hole. I was like, are they just going to shoot a bunch of spider webs into it and like <laughs> close it up? <laughs> or what? What's Stitch going on here? The, the Web wood. up that hole. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do. Um, that is maybe the element that I'm the most excited for in the new one. How are they going to address this? Because let's, I mean, let me ask you this, honestly, because I have very mixed feelings about it. Do you think, for a good story, his dad should die? I mean... Yeah, that's I'm on the <laughs> fence, because it's like, okay... If, if they, they can... If they write it in a good way, like where, if say he doesn't die, if they write it in a way that isn't just like a cop-out kind of way, where it's like, explain why the universe didn't implode... He made all this big fuss about it. Mm-hmm. If if they just if they handle it the right way, it'll be good. They just can't like I would say just don't be sloppy or no MacGuffins, none of that. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: like if his dad lives, it's gonna go to show that Miguel was wrong, and you maybe can save things. But then it sets up like a lot of problems. One is that like okay, well, obviously it's a kids' movie. He saved his dad. Duh. Like we knew that was gonna happen. But then also it does set up you know like should we start saving all spider people's families going forward? It sets up mm-hmm. a lot of like ethical issues too. I think if they kill him in a well done way, I think it would be a lot more impactful. Like not necessarily to say you shouldn't try to not save him, but like if he does wind up dying, I think it'll be really good for Miles's like character progression. And like they could do it in a good way because he kind of ended on a fight with his dad. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like I'm, I'm interested to see where they go with it. I have mixed feelings and I don't know what is the better way to write that scene. Yeah, I don't I don't know either. That's that's a hard decision to make. Um I can see it both ways. But yeah. It'd be interesting to see how they go. Mm-hmm. I lo- after we watch movies, or like especially if it's bad, I try to think how would I have done this? And that's one that like I don't envy the writers in that writer room figuring out how to handle this. Um I'm very excited for that yeah. um i think that man that's all my notes like it was a really <clears throat> good movie who's your favorite spider person man that's a tough one i mean i like it wasn't scarlet spider i mean scarlet spider's pretty cool was that andy sandberg i don't know i think scarlet spider was andy sandberg now that i'm like thinking about it i was trying to Look put the up. voice to I mean, it i mean that was that's a good one. They gave us a glimpse, and I'm happy they did it. A glimpse of a Bagman. Oh, I I missed that. I guess that yeah. I was looking in the background during the spider chase scene. Okay, for Bagman. <laughs> oh, hold on. Was that the Spider with the bag on his head? Yeah, bag. I did see. Where's a Fantastic yeah. Four suit? I did see him. Yeah, hmm. yeah. That's a, another like throwaway comic thing. Yeah, the Insomniac Spider-Man game has a lot of those costumes yeah, in it. That's mm. a, pretty much a lot of what like the first, the PS one had. It's like yeah, it's the same. And really, they did. I some of these spider people I found out about because the PS3 had that Shattered Dimensions mm-hmm. game where you have it's the first Spider-Man multiverse story. Mm-hmm. That's where the, you learn about Spider the Noir Spider-Man and 2099 Spider-Man. Yeah. Hmm. It does feel like Spider-Man has been exceptionally well set up to do multiverse stuff yeah. over the past like 10 years. I think my favorite uh, spider person would probably be the the cowboy on the horse. Oh, that one was pretty cool. <laughs> that one was really cool. I've never seen that one. Why does the horse have a mask to protect his secret identity? Yeah, that one was really good. 
Elena's, I think, is the cat. I expected it to be the T-Rex because she loves T-Rexes, but it was the cat. Yeah, Andy Samberg was Scarlet Spider. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I mean, he, he may, cool, 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 he may cool, be cool, up cool, there. Cool, cool, cool. It's him and, I mean, Bagman didn't have a lot of screen time. That Scarlet Spider, though, was pretty good. Scarlet Spider was really good. Um, T-Rex, the T-Rex caught me off guard. T-Rex was cool. Um, <laughs> Little T-Rex hands doing the webs. I honestly, I loved the... I think it was Indian, the Indian Spider-Man. Yeah, that was a cool one. That was a cool take. I loved that his web was like, um, gosh, it's not a yo-yo. It has like a a name, but it, that's it, that was his web slinger. Like he didn't shoot web. I, I, he had a very unique design, a very unique city, a very unique like environment. And, and obviously, I think it goes out saying the punk rock Spider-Man Hobie was Hobie was pretty was sick. cool. Even though I wasn't a big fan of the the editing around him. I like the design and how cool he looked. See, he was one of my favorites animation wise because similar to Vulture at the beginning, he was like on paper mm-hmm. and like he occasionally would go black and white depending on like what his background was and his mood. I thought I, that was kind of cool. I like how like his accent was so thick you couldn't understand what he was saying oh, most yeah. of the time. Yeah. And most of his lines were just typical punk, punk rock. Yeah. Like it's the patriarchy. The, the, kind the, of the stuff. Ramones, the Sex Pistols kind of yeah. thing. You mentioned not understanding his dialogue, and I felt this about a lot of the characters. The mix was really not good for this theater, like especially Gwen's monologue at the beginning when she's drumming. I feel like yeah, that could, was terribly was hard awful. to listen to or hard to hear. But I felt that throughout a lot of the movie, I couldn't Is hear. Is that a theater we, problem or a movie problem? Like, do we? I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll find out when it comes out. To like, if we go to watch it at Josh's house on on his sound system, and that's still a problem, it's definitely a movie problem. Right now, I'm going to assume it's maybe a theater-ish problem. Like, maybe it was mixed for, like, better speakers in a bigger room. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We, our theater was running it pretty hot. I mean... It was. They were running it, like, 80 dB. Yeah. I, it was only about 5 dB above reference, but still. It just... It annoyed me. felt hot. Yeah, when I go to a movie... Like, I, I I want that experience, you know, that AMC magics, as the lady says at the beginning, because they make movies better. We, we yeah. get there right in time with a stupid... They make movies better. Do they, though? No. No. Uh, they not, do not. Not AMC. Not our AMC, at least. Um, But I go for that premium experience because I don't have the sound system at home. So whenever there are problems, when the seat recliner doesn't work... And when yeah. the movie's mix is weird, and this is the first time we've had an audio issue at a movie. No. Like, it's it's becoming a regular occurrence. Yeah. Fix your stuff. Yeah, I like think our theaters are just getting old, and AMC is refusing to spend money on them. Yeah. I mean, a lot of this, the streaming and stuff now is going to end up killing all the theaters. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Like, I feel like uh, a lot of stuff has come back to being only in theaters, though. That is true, and I feel like the last couple theaters that we went to have been pretty full this one was very full yeah i think that that was a really big fear whenever everything started releasing like straight to vhs straight to streaming but i think like vhs yeah like i think like with the black widow movie sticking to theater only release and i think we're i think theaters are fine i'm not worried about their future um i'm worried they're gonna get more expensive because everything is you're gonna have to make up some ground on and, and to be fair, I'm part of the problem. Like, I walked into that theater with a box of Junior Mints and a root beer like that I bought at a Dollar Tree, right? Like, I'm part of the yeah. problem. Like, the reason that the food is so expensive is because they don't make that much money on ticket sales. Ticket sales go to, like, pay back their rental of the movie. Yeah. Um. So, like, they don't make a ton of money on ticket sales. So, that's why the food is so pricey. So, when I walk in with my own food, I'm contributing to the problem of them growing more expensive. Come I recognize on, this. You gotta buy yourself an Icy. I'm not paying. I do like an Icy. Icy's are good. Icy's are good. That's my go-to I'm every time. I'm not paying $6 for a bottle of Dasani. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You don't, you don't need a water. You just need an Icy. Need an Icy? I need water or my kidneys die. Well, you can bring the water, <laughs> but also buy an Icy on your way through. I might. I might. And back to Spider-Verse. Nope, never. We're, we're <laughs> reviewing the theater now, Josh. That's what we are. We're the theater group. Yeah. Um, gosh, I got nothing else on here, and I don't know if that's... I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's a very good movie. I didn't dislike any of the scenes. Um, my least favorite Spider-Man was probably the one on the motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know she what was cliche. It, yeah. Weird. She was tough. Um female uh hero there tough female lead yep yeah it was just we, i don't even know if like i don't know what it was i think it was weird that like she her spider powers are married to the bike yeah i think it was my issue um it felt very uh 
video game-ish. Yeah, when she loses the bike, she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. A woman with glasses. <laughs> like, <laughs> she exists. Like, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what. I'm surprised a- your favorite wasn't the anime girl from the first one. Um, Penny, I like Penny. Um, Penny's another weird one where it's like, I don't know how married to the suit Penny is. Like yeah. the mech. But at least like Penny's mech, like the spider is in the mech. <laughs> so like I at mean, least hers still- like is the spider in the bike. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're like I with Penny, I guess I get there's a bit we, more bounds. I'm oh. kind of upset we didn't get more spider noir. It looks like we're gonna get more of them in the second one. Yeah, but I, I wanted more in this one because yeah. he was he was the best. My favorite Spider-Man, I don't think I said it earlier. Um, I don't know if I have like one favorite, but there's one Spider-Man. I don't know what Spider-Man it was. It's when they were putting out all their equipment to like board up the void hole opening in the ground. Mm-hmm. There's one Spider-Man. You know, thick boy. <laughs> Just so stupidly thick. <laughs> like his thighs were wider than his shoulders. That's what I oh, it's for Halloween. <laughs> Just unreasonably <laughs> caked up <laughs> on his lower half, and I looked at Cole. And I was like, "Dude, that Spider-Man is thick." I've never was, seen was that. Was he one a Pixar before. mom? Yeah, it was beyond Pixar yeah, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Pixar mom wishes. I don't know what <laughs> Spider-Man that was. What his powers Porkins were. Porkins over here. But some animator was just like more, more. <laughs> they guys. were making <laughs> this guy really liked his Uncle Ben's rice over here. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I think. I think he's my favorite just because I like to imagine that guy at the computer designing him. And yeah. he's just like, boss, how is this? And the boss looks at it and just like cranks the slider up. He's like, <laughs> why does the slider stop at 10? He's like, we can make it go to 11. <laughs> We've got a million Spider-Men in this movie. Nobody's going to notice one thick one. There's a couple thick-ish ones, but that yeah. one was that like, That one was lot. dummy thick. Miguel's, I was very uncomfortable. Every time they did like a back pan shot of Miguel's Spider-Man, like his suit was a little too tight in the rear end. <laughs> and I was like... Miguel, you're popping out over here. Yeah. Like, don't pan to the front. Yeah. Like, I don't like this. Um, I liked the Avatar Spider-Man. That was kind of cool. The oh, one, the girl she, who yeah. was VRing in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was kind of a neat I thought concept. you meant, like, there was a blue cat person No, Spider-Man. not the blue cat people. I was thinking Airbender. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we all like, went different ways. It's like, there's an Airbender Avatar as Spider-Man? What? Yeah. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Like, imagine, like, a bald Spider-Man <laughs> just, like, airbending webs around yeah. everywhere. That'd be kind of weird. It'd be kind of sick. They, they did the, uh, which has been done to death at this point now, um, they did it in the first Spider-Verse movie, and they did it in No Way Home, where they did the... Spider-Man meme of pointing. Yeah, it. They yeah. Did. I mean, it's kind of. I think it's state law. You got to have. I think that. you have to have that. When I think they did it better in this one they because it better. was the people from the meme. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, they they did it way better in this one with like yeah. the whole yeah. everyone pointing at each other. I'm like, okay, you peaked. You don't need to do it again. <laughs> no, like, don't even try to top it because you did it perfectly. They have to do it again. How are they going to every outdo- Spider Verse movie? Yeah, if they don't do it in the next one, it's getting a zero. For me. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, let's go to the rubric. I'll start us off here again. Um, plot. I'm going to give a five. Uh, this, plot's the hardest one for me. Because what they gave me, it's I part liked. part of the story. It's not the full thing yet. But that's the problem. Yeah, what they well, gave me, I really liked. You're basing it off this movie. This movie, I think what they gave was good. I loved what they did with Spot, turning him from villain of the week into like someone that should be feared. I love how well they incorporated the Spider-Verse is not just like a one-off fluke thing that happened in the last movie. It's like an established canon. I loved, I don't think we talked about this. I loved what they did with Miles exists because someone was messing with the multiverse. Mm -hmm. Um, There shouldn't be two Spider-Men. He's an anomaly. I think that's kind of a cool twist on the thing. I'm going to, for now, may change my mind, you know, after watching the second one of my retroactively influence me i'm gonna give plot a five for now cool i'm gonna go same i have plot as a five i mean the story i mean it, obviously it's one part of a of a two-part story mm-hmm. but for what they built up and how they handled it i think they did a really good job mm-hmm. yeah. i'm excited for the next spider-verse movie yeah i would say probably a five as well plot is probably my favorite part of the movie because i feel like the story they did they did tell was really good. I really liked Gwen's character development and uh, her her backstory and mm-hmm. uh, how she's adjusting to this life in this world. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Josh, why don't you go ahead and start us off because I feel like it ties in really well. Characters. Characters? Um, I'm probably going to go five as well with that. As I liked Miles' character. Um, 
he had a few moments where I was just like, he's kind of a bratty teen. Mm-hmm. And I don't get that with a lot of other Spider-Men. But um, overall, I liked all the characters. Yeah, I mean, I'm also a five. There were tons of characters in this one. But then the ones that mattered, they gave time to sh- exposition. Sometimes it was an exposition dump, but they gave them time to actually grow. Um, I loved the stuff with Gwen and her dad. I love the stuff with Miles and his parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I really am excited to see what they do with his dad being dead in the new universe and his uncle and him, his evil self being there. Like, I'm really excited to see how he's going to handle that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think characters also like very well done. Five for me there. I'm going to go five as well. Um, kind of echoing everything you said, but also, you know, they had a lot of characters to manage and even like the little one-off lines for a mm-hmm. lot of the spider people. Um, they gave them their own personality and they made them stand out. So yeah. that's, you know, good on them. But mm-hmm. a lot of them, I don't think are actual. Actually, I know a lot of them aren't actual, like they got their own thing. Like they mm-hmm. kind of had to create a lot for this movie. Yeah, I'm sure. So it, I mean, Dinosaur Spider-Man, Golden, has its own personality there. <laughs> if we don't get a Spider-Man spinoff comic book, I'm going to be very upset. Spider-Dino or whatever. Yeah. All righty. Cole, why don't you start us off with direction? I'm going to go four. Okay. Um, You know, for me, I think kind of we talked about like where the lips would kind of get off a bit. And also the animation as a whole, like, while it looked really good, I think a lot of it was overdone mm-hmm. to the point where it's overwhelming. Um. So I'm just going to knock it off a point for that and call it that. Call it a four. I think I'm also going to go four. I hesitated as to whether to put my animation gripes about the blending with the direction or the continuity. I think I'm going to put it with direction. Um, I'm not holding the audio mixing against them yet. See what happens when it comes out and we watch it at your house. Um, you know, but like, yeah, animation ambitious, but it definitely left some stuff to be desired but it was very very good nonetheless so fours i mean very good yep i'm gonna go four as well um, for all really the same reasons um i felt like it's two hours and 16 minutes which is kind of long for an animated kids movie yeah um so i feel like it was a little bit drawn out and a little bit slow in some parts and the animation was good overall really good overall just had some hiccups here and there Mm mm-hmm yeah, I'll go ahead and start us off with this next one, which is continuity, which is such a headache to do with this kind of movie because there's so much happening. There's so much happening, and like so much of it doesn't matter. There's so much that doesn't matter. There's like, so much really, that's not explained yet. Can't mm-hmm. do it and really get a full grasp of it until the ne- yeah. new one comes until out. Until the next one comes out. But then on top of all that, it's a kid's comic book movie. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like it didn't really wrap anything up. So you don't really know how their continuity is going to go. Should like, we just omit continuity from this? Rubric? No, I think we need, we didn't do it for uh avatar. Yeah. I'm just giving continuity a five for now. Like, I mean, I, I had based this movie on its whole it, it isolated from everything else. I didn't have anything. That's a gripe. Mm-hmm. I didn't have anything that I'm pointing to and being like, how did they do that? Like, that doesn't make sense. There's a plot hole. I mean, really wasn't any in this movie. Like it's, solid it's patched up i I, especially with how much is going on so i'm gonna do i'm gonna give it a five yeah i mean i can't really think of anything off the top of my head where there would be a continuity issue so i'd go probably five okay the only thing i was just trying to think of like if there's anything um the only thing i can think of is at the end or towards the end when he's in the wrong universe he glitches like one time but whenever he was in the spider capital place i feel like before he had the bracelet on he was glitching every like two seconds yeah. oh yeah and so like it was just like oh well he, he glitched to show he was in the wrong universe but then didn't glitch afterwards yeah i mean you could look at that that once again goes back to like it's a comic book movie because yeah, like in the that, first movie it's, they it's didn't really have, a nitpick in the first movie they didn't have the bracelets at all and Ooh, it seemed right. like Oh, that's right. They didn't. People glitched when it was convenient for a joke or convenient for the okay. plot. Ooh. You know, so like I may, I may be going down to a four because of that. I mean, if they glitched the whole time, the movie wouldn't happen. I know, but it would like, look ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I feel like you could balance it out a little bit. He glitched in the new universe. He glitched like two or three times. Like he glitched pretty soon when he realized he was in the wrong one. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going down to four. Going, going down, down to a four. four? Yeah. Okay. 
I'll probably just stick with a five. There wasn't really anything. <laughs> I love that you're not even going down to the five. But I you didn't bring it up. Accidentally convinced Cole down to a four. I, said, I didn't bring it up as I didn't a have major issue. To that was a that's you know you made a point. Yeah, and then the same with bring up the first movie because it's existing in that universe. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Got to play by those rules. Josh, why don't you start us <laughs> off on the last category with enjoyment? Enjoyment, the most important category. This is tough because everybody loves Spider Verse. If you hate it, that's hey, okay. Don't I do didn't what, hate it. Say, listen, you want to be lambasted on the internet? Hey, Josh, <laughs> I didn't like Avatar, and Tyler still is mad at me about that's it. True. I'm probably just going to go with a three. It was just okay <gasps> for me. All right. I wasn't expecting a three. This actually <laughs> I is. I kind of was feeling it was going to be a three for you. I gosh. wasn't expecting a three. I knew it wasn't getting over I, a four. I didn't hate it, but it's just not like, if you guys want to watch it, yeah, we'll watch it at my house, but I'm not going to go out and buy this movie and watch it <laughs> again. <laughs> Tyler's face. A three. What does Josh <laughs> give it a three to? That's what I want to go back on. On enjoyment? I really don't know. Like, I think Josh... I think Josh I enjoy gave most movies. I think Josh gave him a three gun a three. <laughs> no, I mean that, I don't that, know if that I that did on the three gun or I'm not. I'm gonna go back and listen. I, that's what I want to know. I want to compare where Josh's <laughs> other threes been to decide if I should be upset. I don't know. Black Panther did do a three on that one. Like Black no, Panther scored I well. Liked, I like no, Black we like Black Panther. I, All right, uh, and maybe I would enjoy it on a second show, second viewing. Maybe I think you might enjoy it more if you saw the first one. Too. If I watched the first one, and stop falling asleep and stop watching it the worst I possible. I fell asleep time. during this one. <laughs> I don't understand how I, you could fall asleep. Yeah, that's. I was nodding off at the end of this one, so it was just like I don't know. Spider Verse can't keep my attention. Man, you're starting to sound like a different Josh friend we have. <laughs> <laughs> I think he listens to the podcast now. I think he does. You know, yeah. you're, no, you, you are. know who you are, <laughs> Cole. What do you think about for enjoyment? Uh, five. Okay, I mean, easy five for me too. Yeah, like um, Josh is sweating bullets. <laughs> That's our Josh. You're entitled, like I said, you're entitled to bad opinions. Um, no, it's, it was a five for me. Yeah, I mean it. It's everything you would want from this movie, and obviously, it just being like a part one. Mm-hmm. Even though it's like it's it's the second movie, but it's a part one to like an actual the overarching story here. Yeah. Well, Josh brought us down just a little bit. That's okay, though except it's not, but the final (laughs) score, it still has an A. It's barely scraping by with a 90.67, so we'll round round that to a 91, 91%, almost an A-, minus. but good. It was a good movie. I'm uh, I'm very, very much looking forward to the next one. This one, have you looked at, like, the Rotten Tomato stuff? I I haven't. did a while ago, yeah. What is it? It's like uh, it's an it's an upper nineties. I think this is the highest Spider-Man movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Is it more than the first one? Because you mentioned earlier, people people who watched the first one loved the first one. I think it's more than the first one. I, I think, think it is more than the first. One. And actually, Tyler, take your. I want you to take a guess on the which one has the lowest. Which Spider-Man movie? Out of all of them. Out of all of them, has the lowest Rotten Tomato score. My gut says three, but the fact that you're phrasing it like this, I feel like that's a trap. <laughs> what um, do you think? Amazing Spider-Man Two. You are correct. Okay, they got like it was in the fifties. I feel like people will meme review Spider-Man Three, and for what it's worth, Spider-Man Three has some redeeming qualities about it. It's still my least favorite. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. And but I think Amazing Spider-Man Two doesn't get. I mean, it gets hate, but it's like it's it's bad for the same reasons. Where it has a lot of things, it introduces, doesn't resolve anything. Yeah. I and think Spider-Man 3 has bad moments but in a good movie, whereas mm-hmm. Spider-Man 2, the amazing Spider-Man 2, was just very meh. It didn't do anything great. I mean, you got Spider-Man wearing a, a firefighter hat, helping yeah. the fire department. I mean, that's golden. That's that is kind of <laughs> cool. It's a good, a good gif. That's, that's good about it, material. though. I mean, it ha- and you get the Gwen Stacy death. It's true. Spoilers. So if you haven't seen that movie, my friends are still... Nine, nine years. <laughs> my friends are still mad at me because I hadn't even seen the movie. Like I at the time, and like it had been like I thought a reasonable amount of time afterwards, and we were talking about something, and I it had been spoiled for me like on Facebook that she died, so I just mm-hmm. assumed everyone knew it. Once again, hadn't even seen the movie, and I made a joke about Who, it. Gwen Stacy. Yeah, I made a joke about it, and my friends like still assume I'm like the worst about spoilers because of that <laughs> moment. Like me and some friends finished it's- a book series earlier, and I texted in the group chat and said, "Hey, I finished the book," and one of them instantly responded, "Like no spoilers." That's like. Was it gonna give you? It's spoilers? literally, it's literally the most <laughs> iconic Spider-Man death outside of Uncle Ben. Yeah, like, true. But it was new at the time, and I, I hadn't even. I but just like, assumed it's done it, the death in every other aspect. All I can think of, like in relation to that, is 
Endgame came out in like a week <laughs> at the time this was happening. I worked at Logan's Roadhouse. Oh, I love this story. Endgame came out in like <laughs> a week, and I was sweeping up peanut dust, and I said, it looks like Peter Parker over here. <laughs> and one of my coworkers was like, what do you mean? I said, you know, the end of Infinity War. And they're like, spoilers. And I was like, her name is Kim. I was like, Kim, the movie's been out for like a year now. <laughs> I was like, you've had so much There's time. There's a two-week gap. where it's I was like, like, Endgame comes out in a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I can't even be mad about that. She was very upset about it. And I was like, I'm not feeling bad for this no. one. That I is on know, you. I don't remember which Marvel movie it was. It was either Endgame or No Way Home. But like, you had saw it before I went and saw it. And you entered chat like, hey, just got out of the theater. I'm like, nope. And I just like removed you from the chat. Like, you hadn't even ever spoiled anything for me before. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm still, I'm still paranoid. But I don't think I've ever spoiled anything for you guys here. Maybe I'm, I have. Yeah. But I'm like, I ain't trusting it. I ain't trusting you. Yeah. No, I do enjoy every now and then because that is like my mantle is I'm apparently the spoiler of things. I'm just mm-hmm. like purposely dropping wrong spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> purposely. But everyone died. There, there was wrong. someone, you know, going back to um, story, our good old friend, Jonah. We need Jonah back on the podcast. We do. Yeah. He a bit. Is one, is that one of his friends and this story kills me because when Endgame came out and he goes they they were doing the same thing where they're yelling wrong spoilers, like just in public places. And one of them goes, yeah, isn't it crazy how Thanos died in the first ten minutes of, of Endgame? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. It's <laughs> that's pretty funny. I um, I people people give Mark Ruffalo a bad rap. It may have been him and Tom Holland. Tom like, Holland's the worst. Tom Holland is apparently the worst. He's like, the actual worst. It's I can't remember who. I think it was Mark Ruffalo who they were doing an interview with him and Don Cheadle, and he said like, "Oh, you guys are gonna love like this new movie. Everyone dies," and like. <laughs> I think he was just making a joke. I don't think he was actually like spoiling the movie, but if it hadn't been for Don Cheadle being like, dude, like to his left, like no one would have, you know what I mean? Like he was just goofing. And I still think about that every now and then. It's like he's been given like the the mantle of like the worst spoiler in Hollywood. But like if it hadn't been for Don Cheadle, he would have been fine. I would argue that Tom Holland is the worst because it seems like every time anything comes out that he's involved in, like, just don't watch anything that has Tom Holland if it's building up to a movie. Tom, <laughs> he does. He can't keep a straight face. He will let things slip. He's like that one friend that you can't tell a secret to because it just comes out. Tom Holland <laughs> didn't accidentally live stream the first half of Thor Ragnarok on his even? Instagram because Mark Ruffalo forgot to turn off his Instagram live feed and he put a spoon <laughs> in the cup holder. <laughs> And I think Mark Ruffalo was easily he, worse. He's accidentally the worst. <laughs> he accidentally live streamed like apparently like the first That's quarter. That's really funny. Like executives were coming and trying to find him in the theater. Like, Mark, turn off his phone. Come on, bro. <laughs> Goodness. Goofy. Alrighty. Hey, I'm going on vacation this week, and you're going on vacation the week I get back, right? Yeah, we're leaving Thursday. Yeah, so. so it's probably going to be. I'm a not hot... going on vacation. Well, cool. You should take a break from doing nothing. <laughs> I'm almost just sit around and do nothing. I'm almost done with my house. I mean, I can move in. So that's yeah, that's exciting though. Yeah. Oh, we'll celebrate that when we get back. So it's going to be a few weeks before our next movie. Um, I think the one we agreed we're going to see when we come back is Teenage Kraken. I think that's what we agreed. <laughs> no, I, that looks I mean, awful. In seriousness, though, I think we need to sit down and watch Air. Honestly, yeah, I would love to. Yeah. Um, Sounds. I good. totally would love to watch that Air. way. Also, I mean, because I, I mean, what's coming out? I mean, Dial of Destiny is coming out. If we want to go see Indiana Jones. <laughs> I'm not excited for that movie. I mean, it's going to probably suck, but, you know, I'm here for it. Yeah. When does Grand Tourist Boom come out? Because I August. do want to see that. That looked pretty good, too. Um, August, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. that. That looks good. I keep meaning to look up if that's actually based on Grand Tourist Probably Turismo. isn't. Because there's so many not. racing sims out there that are actual simulators, and Gran Turismo is not a sim. Yeah. What are you talking about? Totally. It's the most realistic. Uh... Forza is more of a simulator than Grand Turismo. What are you talking Turismo? about? It's the most realistic sim. <laughs> yeah. Sony doesn't own Forza, though. They own Gran Turismo. So yeah. I'm curious. I want to look into that. Um, see, Dune 2 comes out this fall. I'm looking forward to that one. That's going to be a hot second. Maybe we could watch Dune at your house. And maybe. Do a rubric on it. Yeah. Like a post-rubric. Still haven't yeah, seen maybe. old Dune. You need, we need to. We need to watch Dune. And then maybe you guys will watch Dune and not like it, and then I'll have to go see the new Dune by myself, which would make me very sad. Being there, Susan, my thing. Like, this movie's going to be great. I promise. Listen, I love Dune. I also understand that it's like it's like a strong drink. It's not for everyone, right? It takes like a very specific type of nerd to love Dune the like way Avatar. that I do. The things coming out of their nose give me the heebie-jeebies. It looks like an NG tube. <laughs> it kind of is. It's like it's like an oxygen weird. tube. I mean, it's 
what it is. Guys, can we pat for 15 more seconds to get it to an hour? All right. Yeah. I mean, I can just like fart into the microphone if you I want. I think you should. <laughs> and just like really let one rip. We um, want to make it to an hour. They keep talking, though. I don't have to let one rip because yep. we're down to, oh my gosh, I feel like it stopped counting when I looked at it. It just like <laughs> held on the seven there and we, we made it. an hour. All righty. We normally do an hour. I'm not yeah, worried about pretty close. It. No, I want, I want it to exceed. We're, we're rambling at this point. Thank you for listening. We will be back eventually. Have a good night.